The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And is the Pat Kenny Show? It's Anton in for Pat. Childering and childering, children entering childcare for the first time. It poses a huge challenge both for the children and for the parents. A finding the childcare and then B affording it and then C getting the child happy and comfortable and transitioned into regular childcare. All of it significant challenges for a new parent. To answer how best to address those challenges, I'm joined by Elaine Dunn, who's chairperson of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers, and by Miriam Burke, who is editor of parenting website rollercoaster.ie. And Miriam, I might start with you. I wonder for a lot of new parents, are they simply under so much pressure to find childcare that all of the stuff about how to get children comfortable in it becomes a very low priority? Yes. <laughs> uh, childcare in Ireland is uh, very hard to find. Um, there are limited places. You know, some parents are advised to put their name down on wait lists when they're still pregnant. Um, it's really hard to find a place and then once you have one, the other complications arise, like the finance, finances, which is the biggest one. Uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, it's, it's very hard to find a place. Well, and when let, you do, let's, there's let's, other for, problem. For the sake of argument, let's imagine it isn't an almost impossible task. And if parents are lucky <laughs> enough to have options, how do you mm-hmm. pick the best kind of childcare? What do you look for? Uh, well, you are, you're looking for... Well, uh, it's a complicated question because you don't know how your child is going to react until they're in it. And there are so many benefits for the different types. So just say we'll, we'll start with creche. Creche is a situation where you have teachers, early childhood teachers, and a, 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 few, a good few children in the same facility. You have a structure where there are uh, games and some education, you know, depending on the child's age. Um, then when, if you think about something else like a nanny, um, it's probably going to be just that one person with your child, uh, but that might may suit the child. And then you have child minders who could either mind uh, the ch- child. In, it's usually um, a situation where the, your child would go to their house if it's a child minder and there's other children there as well. Um, so, as I said, you can't, you can't tell how the child is going to react until they're in it. And the good news is they usually get used to whatever you choose because they have to. You all do. Um, but you, some, some parents do find that they choose one type and then they have to switch to another. And Elaine Don is with us as well. Elaine, I suppose one of the big challenges is it's, it's, you can judge the quality of the premises, but it's very hard to judge the quality of the child care in a brief meeting with whether it is the nanny or the childminder or the creche people? Um, well, I have to say for us, it's not really um, that difficult because a lot of us will bring the parents in um, they'll transition the child in. So what we normally would do is we'd invite the parent in on day one to meet the staff within the room where the child is going to go. And many of us would allow them to meet all of the staff. Um, you can judge a crash by this, the first feeling when you walk in the door. You can judge anywhere. You know, if you get a good feeling when you walk in the door, you see children happy within the classroom. The early years educators are there. They're nurturing the children. There's laughter in the room. Staff are in good form. 
then, you know, there's nothing to worry about. The, the hardest part for the parent is, you know, on day one, when they go back into maternity, from maternity leave, and they've been with the children maybe for, you know, that six, seven, maybe longer months, you know, and then they have to hand the child over. That's very difficult for a parent. So transitioning is very good for everybody, for the parent, for the child, and for the teachers as well. So in my service, we do a transitioning for up to eight weeks. So the parent will start doing drive-bys, showing the child the service, coming in for 10 minutes um, every week upping the time and by the time mom or dad are going back to work and they're handing over the child the child has then started to come in maybe one day a week so they've already started tra- they're transitioning and it makes it much easier for everybody do you know what I mean and well, like for you parents know, go back you know, for a bit Elaine because I, yeah. I think a lot of yeah. parents for the first time that they walk into if it, if it is a crash scenario yeah. what do you see it may be happy chaos but it's chaos. There's often a lot of volume. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of kids. There's a lot going on. If you're not used to that kind of environment, it's, if it's your first baby, is it not challenging for a parent to read between the lines and say, what's actually going on here and is this good or bad? I, I have to say, I, I, I would agree there's a lot of noise. Of course, there's noise. The children are supposed to make noise. But you can see there's all different um, areas in the room. So you'd have a home corner, construction corner, you'd have a quiet corner. You know, there's all different corners within the room where you'll see children doing a lot of imaginary play around the room. So you can see the fun element of things. And that's why there's noise. There's always supposed to be noise. And then there's circle times that go on as well. And that's where the education um, element comes into it. We do a lot of um, stuff within the circle time, talking about different subjects every week. You know, you may start off talking about a bird on the Monday and it could be a car or a juggernaut or a train on a Friday. It's very much child-led. So the whole room, the whole centre is child-led. So, of course, there's going to be noise. I'd be worried if you walked into a centre where there's no noise at all within the room. You mentioned the transitioning and how you would hope that parents do transition the child over a graduated period. Do you find that most parents do that and have the time and flexibility to do that? Um. I have spoken to um, quite a number of providers since I was invited to come on the show this morning. And yes, uh, and if it's not the parent doing it, sometimes it's the grandparent or it could be also the child minder. It depends on, on who they have to support them while they've gone back to work. So, I mean, we've had, we've had a lot of um, grandparents come up and do the transitioning with the children as well. I mean, grandparents love to come in and see where their grandchild has gone because there comes a time where granny and granddad or aunties and uncles can't um, give the child what they need because they need to be around other children. And it's so important, you know, and this year in particular is kind of it's the this, children that are coming into us now are the COVID babies. So it may be a little bit more difficult for them to tra- transition in as easy as the years prior to that. Well, that relates to a comment coming in by text saying, can I bring my child with me to do the visits of the creches or is that too stressful for everyone? No, we always encourage that the child comes in. Absolutely, there's always encouragement there to bring your child. I think that's the most important part is that you can see your child interacting within the room, how they react with the other children. And I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't bring one of my parents on here to say because we've got quite a number of uh, young parents that have just gone back to work. And like the, we were closed for two weeks and two of them just ran in the door this morning. Big, big hugs as they came in the door. So you know you're doing a good job when that happens. Uh, Miriam, to go back to you, there's a, a question asking of, of the list that you broke down. So the creche, the nanny or the uh, child minder. Um, there's a, a question asking, is any of those better? So it, it, there might be a case of waiting to see, but is it better for a child to be in a creche or be with a child minder? Oh, I don't think you can say that one is better than the other. Um, again, because it depends on the circ- your family circumstances. It depends on 
cost, it depends on availability. So you can't beat yourself up if you don't have a crash space and then you have to go down a different route. Um, no, I don't think that one is better than the other. I, I am a fan of creches. My little boy is three and he goes to a creche and it's brilliant. And I know that he's in safe hands. And we did exactly what Elaine was saying there. And we had a, a great transition period at the start. And um, he's been there for two years now, going on three, and uh, it loves it. Um, and I like it as well because I like knowing that they are learning and I like that there's structure and that he's being socialized and um, yeah they catch all of the bugs and they come home sick you know all the time but um, that's natural you know that has to happen as well and um, but yeah to answer the question you can't say that one is better than the other um, it does depend on different circumstances and I know that there are families who are you know desperate for a crash place and they just can't get one because of availability and then they have to choose different routes but uh, I, I don't think it's it's not going to you know impact the child too much, and um, they will they will survive any either way you know whatever you choose. Well, let me go back Elaine to you with the question that is coming in fairly frequently at this point, represented by this text that says, "Any advice for the parents who are finding it difficult? I'm distraught at handing my baby over. I don't want them to pick up on it." So. What do you do if you've done all the transitioning right, if either you or your child find that parting very difficult to deal with? Um, look, we, we all know that separation anxiety for the parent when they're going back to work and leaving their baby um, into a service is so, so difficult. And it's to link in with the service and, and the staff within the room throughout the day. Like a lot of us would have an app where you'll see what your child is doing. Like we have Mosaic in my service. So we take photographs all the time. We're con- continuously putting photographs and adding uh, stories to the pictures so the parents know what's going on. And a lot of the times with parents that have gone back to work, we will send photographs throughout the day. We'll make phone calls also, reassuring the parent that the child is okay. And there's also times where the, the child may be crying a lot. And then we would ask maybe that the grandparent or someone, anyone that's around come in and stay with the child a little longer in the morning. And then there's other services say, nobody comes in, you just hand over the child, you know, for, for them to do what they need to do with the settling in period. I mean, the transitioning period is the most important time for both mum, dad and the, the child that's coming into us. And that's where all of the work takes place is during that period. What do you do for the parent who has geared themselves up for that moment when they put their first child into crash and they're all ready for the child to start weeping and screaming and saying, don't leave me. And the child confidently walks in without a look over their shoulder. Good luck, goodbye, happy out. And the parent is left feeling completely distraught. Well, you know, I have to say that that does happen here. And then after this kind of week three, they're going, oh, no, I'm here again. <laughs> and then the child does start to react. And then it's like you, you have to help mom then to get the child back inside the doors. So, you know, a lot of times when I see moms upset when they're walking away, we bring them up. We have a lovely cafe here beside us and we bring them up for a cup of coffee and we have a chat. And then whoever's working within the room, a manager will go in and we leave the staff member to come up and reassure mom that everything is OK. And then mom can go off to work comfortably knowing that the baby's okay. Elaine, Miriam, I mean, thank there, you there, both. There's a, there Sorry. is a lot of, um, you know, to and from them, the partnership between the parent and the provider and the staff, that's the most important, that that's there, that partnership. That's Elaine Dunn, Chairperson of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers and before her, Miriam Burke, Editor of Rollercoaster.ie, a website for parents. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.